Hello, this is the State Senate DFL Podcast, Call of the Senate. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to Call of the Senate. Glad to be on. I'm Senator John Marty, and I'm glad to be on with Senator Patricia Torres-Ray and Representative Ruth Richardson, both of whom are authors of this legislation and working with us to make it happen, legislation to prevent catalytic converter theft. Senator Richardson, Representative Richardson and I are working together on a bill to try and prevent the theft of catalytic converters in Minnesota, which is a huge problem, not just in Minnesota, but elsewhere. And um, Representative Richardson, you want to introduce yourself and tell them some of your interest? Well, thank you, Senator Marty, first of all, for your leadership on this issue, because we know it has become such a significant issue um, within many cities uh, across Minnesota. So um, thank you for your leadership on this and excited to join you today uh, on, you know, even though it's not the call of the Senate, it's the call of the Senate in the House, but I'll take it. I'm glad to be able to work with you on, 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 this, uh, on this process. Yes, and I don't know about you, but since we, we introduced the bill, just tell people, we introduced a bill last session, and it was designed to try and prevent this. We had looked at what other states had done to prevent converter theft, and we put the best ideas we thought together. And in the months intervening, we've heard from uh, victims of the theft. We've heard from colleagues. Um, we've heard from more colleagues and more victims of theft. We've talked to law enforcement and businesses and others to try and find the best way to do it. And this bill has been through probably a dozen uh, changes along the way because it's a very hard thing to do because these catalytic converters, which help clean up the air in the exhaust system, it catalyzes some of the pollutants into safer, non-toxic chemicals. And so it's very important to have, and a thief can cut go under your car and cut out these catalytic converters in less than a minute or two with a saw, sell them for two to $300 because the metals in them are more precious than gold. Um, there are trace quantities of these metals, but they can sell them for two or $300. But the owner of the vehicle has a two or $3,000 expense for doing that. And, and I've noticed along the way that Every month we've been going, I'm hearing from more and more colleagues who are saying they're hearing from constituents. So uh, I want to say welcome to Senator Patricia Torres-Ray as well. Um, Patricia, are you hearing from people about this as well? Absolutely, John, and thank you. You know, I was, uh, you have always been ahead of, of many issues introducing policy. And so it was interesting that it was this year that my district had so many people uh, impacted and so many people were reporting to my office that their, uh, you know, their catalytic converters have been stolen and that they just didn't feel that, you know, the, the city was, was taking this uh, seriously enough. And so I began to look into that and, and they have. It's just that really we didn't have policy. You know, how can you monitor thousands and thousands of cars and as we said earlier in our press conference, um, there, there is no way to, to really uh, track this down anyway. Even if we had police officers in every block in our streets, you know, taking care of our cars. And in Minneapolis, people don't have access to a garage. So many families have two cars and they have only garage for one car. These are older homes. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of barriers, a lot of... Uh, 
the obstacles that we have. Uh, the police cannot monitor, the city doesn't have the resources. So that we have to put policy in place uh, to, re to deal with, with the people who, who are committing the crimes. There is just no question that this needed to be done. I just hope that we get a hearing yes. the, so that we can move this bill forward. That's the greatest challenge we have in the Minnesota Senate, that everybody talks about the problem, but the Republicans don't seem to be interested in solving problems right now. Yeah, I hope we can get this in, because this is bipartisan in terms of who's being affected by it. It's, it's amazing. And, and there, Torres, you said that you, your own, you had, were victims yourself eventually? Yes, my husband, uh, and, and, and during the day, you know, he, he owns a van and uh, they stole her, they, they stole his uh, converter a couple of weeks ago. So it was, it, it was, and, and now the challenge to get it fixed because, you know, we have to, to wait until they become available. And then the cost is what many people talk, you know, he has an old car. And so he has to weigh in whether or not he will replace it or get a new car and not having to deal with that situation again, because he fears that when he fixes, because they're after these, these cars that are higher from the ground, so they can access them very quickly. So he's gonna have to figure out how to install a new one and get it very secured, which is difficult in an older car. So the cost of doing all of that is like thinking, do I really wanna do that investment or do I get a new car? This yeah. Because I've heard, yeah, it could be three thousand dollars. Yeah, Representative Richardson, yeah. go ahead. And and I was just going to say, you know, the the cost, uh, the two to three thousand dollars for replacement, and like you said, with an older car, you have to weigh the the pros and cons of fixing that. But what I'm also hearing from my own constituents, they're individuals who have been victims multiple times. So um, I have a constituent who. Uh, had their catalytic converter uh, stolen. Um, they invested over uh, $2,000, I think $2,500 to fix the car. And then the, uh, the second one uh, was, was, was stolen again. And now is at a place that um, with the value of the car, he's just now out of a car. So, right. um, I, you know, the, the challenges that you speak to, it's like, you can replace it, but then how do you secure it um, within within the future? And because you know, typically the only thing left after the theft is uh, some metal shavings. It's really it's really hard to have any sort of uh, enforcement around it. Right. And in our bill last year, we were trying to do that. We have where people, if they're trying to sell it, they have to give the VIN number of the vehicle identification number from the car when they prepare, which is about a sixteen-digit number record all this, bring it all in. But the trouble is you can't tie that converter to that car. And, and that was one of the things that reasons it took us several versions of the bill because we talked to one auto recycle yard that goes through 18,000 cars a year. He's re, re auto junkyard in effect, recovering meadows from the cars. He said he goes through 18,000 a year. And that's since a lot of cars have more than one converter on them, which was new to me, a, couple years ago on this. I didn't know that. And so there are like 30,000 converters. And he said, sure, we can track all this, but who knows which converters came from there? How is that going to help the police? How is that going to help the victims? And I think I think we've settled on a sweet spot here. And the other one I'll, I'll mention, I don't know if either of you have heard this from anyone, but we were talking to, I was talking to one business that 
I'm afraid is taking in some of these stolen ones. And they, one of the things they were concerned about is in our bill, we're saying you can't have tra cash transactions anymore. In other words, if I come in with two catalytic converters or one catalytic converter, you can't pay me cash. They have to hold it and you know, electronically or by sending me a check a couple of days later, they can pay for it. This guy said, we got this huge new expensive cash machine. Now you're saying we can't use it anymore. And I'm thinking, wait, wait, you got a special cash machine for catalytic converters? You can see online what's happening. It's really scary. Sir, Representative Richardson, any other comments? Have you heard anything where you think you'll be able to get a hearing on this? Yeah, I'm very hopeful that we'll uh, be able to get a hearing um, in the House on the bill. And as you mentioned before, mm -hmm. this is really a bipartisan issue. This isn't uh, this isn't a Democratic issue. It's not a Republican issue. It's a it's a public safety one, and it's an economic one because it's a it's a very expensive uh, replacement. And so I know that there are a lot of people on both sides of the aisle that want to see something right. done. That, that's the thing I've noticed since we first introduced the bill. We keep hearing more and more from colleagues saying. What's the status is what's happening? What's happening? What can we do to help? So I, I'm very hopeful we can address the issue this year and, and it won't eliminate the problem. It won't eliminate the problem, but I think it could really help. Senator Torres Ray, any other final comments? Yes, I you know, I also want to make sure that we reach out to suburban communities and others to report. Because I think people are, are feeling so frustrated. Well, what is the use of you know reporting if nothing is gonna happen? The police cannot follow this, follow up, or track this. We we need to know because mm -hmm. the only way we get a sense of the magnitude of the problem, get those legislators to really participate and vote for the bill. So uh, you you need you need to report when you have uh, this incident happening to you. You need to let us know um, it, that you know that is the first step. We need to know what the problem is and where right. the problem in place and the volume so that we can really talk about the urgency of passing this legislation. So I want to encourage people to, to report this incident, to let the police know, and, and with, with that information and your support and your advocacy, we can get you know the bill heard in the Senate too and, and get the votes that we need to pass the legislation. Yes, and uh, Representative Richardson and I are both from representing suburban communities and um, and I think one of the things we know is it's not just a core city thing, it's happening in the suburbs. We had a report from a nonprofit in Stearns County in greater Minnesota saying that they had two of their vans were hit and it was $6,000. And this is a small nonprofit that works with people with disabilities. And they said, we can't afford that. We're just stuck with that. And, and so I hope, and the other thing, and I, the reason I think this gives me hope that this will make a significant dent is we had a St. Paul police officer this morning talking about how many times they've stopped cars. They find three or four converters in the back seat. They find even the tools they use to saw them off and they can't do anything because they can't prove they're stolen. And our bill by saying, by saying that a catalytic converter is, is unlawful for you or me if we're not in the auto repair or auto recycling business, if we have one in our possession when we're driving somewhere and we don't have documentation that's ours, it's it's the assumption, it becomes illegal to do that. You have to have the proof of ownership of it. And so the police could seize that and that can lead that you'd be breaking the law by doing that. So they can seize the property. If they're convicted, they, the police can forfeit them. 
which means the burglar doesn't get the three or hundred dollars or so for a converter. And it gives us a chance to start breaking into uh, some cases. There's some people who are just doing this profession. They're stealing converter after converter. We got to put them out of business. Representative Richardson, any other comments you have? No, I'm just, uh, you know, really excited uh, to be able to work with both of you again. Um, we've had the ability to work on some really great bills uh, over the years. And this is just one that I think is so important and so timely uh, right now. And so couldn't have uh, better advocates on uh, and the other, uh, you know, the other side of the legislature to help uh, support this and push this through. So looking forward to continued work together. Thank you both for your work on this. We've got to do something about this catalytic converter theft. It's hurting Minnesotans uh, across the state and it's a huge economic crime and, and it's dangerous for people to be, um, it's, it's, it's unfortunate people are left without their transportation because their cars are destroyed. So we're gonna fix this, we're gonna work at it and I look forward to working with both of you to make this happen. And thanks for joining us today on Call of the Senate. Thanks for listening to Call of the Senate please visit our website, senatedfl.mn, or connect with us on social media with the handle at senatedfl. Thank you.